0: Oh
1: What is up, guys, and welcome back to this episode of the Road to Redemption podcast. It's your boy, Cam. Sorry I'm late. Fuck me, right? I know. it's I'm late. I was supposed to do one on Monday. Um, it, it's Tuesday, but I got a little busier on Sunday night than I thought I was going to be. I was in Indiana this weekend to see my daughter. Uh, I'm not going to tell that whole story again of how this weekend went. If you want to check it out, go over to the Instagram at Cam Williamson Official. It's the last picture of my daughter and myself. That's how my daughter, uh, my weekend with my daughter went. It was, it was good. In the end, it had its, had its struggles and its emotional battles. But I actually, I will put it down as a good trip overall. Very happy I got to see her. Now, within two weeks, we'll be welcoming Little Miss Olivia, my second daughter, um, to this world. Anytime between now and October 22nd. Uh, also, things at work are about to pick up massively. On Monday so I know how that was just said and how I worded that but I want to put it out I'm very grateful for every one of those things yes things are about to get crazy crazy busy for me Um, but I also think that things are about to get better than they've ever been before so I'm super excited about that I'm in a good mood today let's start off I want to start by telling you about a dope ass experience I just had I was Kind of driving around, I went and signed up for a new gym here in Clarksville, Tennessee. It's called O24. Uh, it's awesome. It's a little boxing gym mixed with like a little Iron Paradise weight um, training gym. It's awesome. It's very small. There's not many people that go there. It- it's perfect. So I got a killer workout in. It was my first time after actually lifting weights in about two months. Uh, I figured now that I'm on TRT, it's probably a smart idea to maximize on it and actually do everything that I'm supposed to do. So, I, I went back, I did about a 30 minute, eh, 25, 30 minute little boxing warm up uh, workout, and then I also went and did a good arm day. Obviously, when you're getting back in the gym, guys usually want to start by training arms or training chest. The, I call them ego days. Your first week back in the gym is just kind of an ego day. You start slow, just get the feeling again, lightweight, you know, but you, uh, you know, you. You use the muscle groups first that are going to make you feel the best that night. You know, when you go home and your chest is a little more puffed out or, you know, for some people, it's legs. You know, when their quads are getting that that nice teardrop, that's what motivates them to get back in the gym the next day. So I started with arms afterwards. um, I, I decided I was going to go on the other side of town. There's a new Korean barbecue place that just opened up here in Clarksville and I've been saying that I want to increase my palate I want to I want to be a more educated eater I want to know what other shit is from different countries okay I don't like Mexican food and I know I probably just lost 80,000 subscribers um by by saying that I'm not a Mexican food person I think it's just very bland I don't get it uh Taco Bell to me tastes better Chipotle tastes better to me I don't if I sit down at like an El Bracero or a... Or a... Uh, what do you call it? What's another one? Um, El Rancheros. Like it's, it's always El something usually. And I just don't like it. I think the food is shitty. And I don't go to Mexican restaurants for the same reason I don't go to Starbucks. When I walk in and I sit down in the Mexican restaurant in Clarksville, Tennessee. When I go, hey, I want this one. And I point to the picture and they say it, blah, 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 whatever it is. And I'm like, hey, I don't know what that is. I, I, I want that. So you saying that back to me in that way, I don't get it. And that's something that um, I do struggle with. I, I've talked about it before that people speaking other languages at me at unnecessary times is very difficult for me. I get very frustrated by that. Um, and it's Starbucks too. Uh, I'll take a, a large black coffee, please. Uh, okay, so you'll have a Vente Americana. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. I I don't know. I, yeah, sure. And then I get to the window and I check it, but it's like, you didn't have to do that to me. And I feel like a lot of, me- there's one Mexican restaurant here in Clarksville that I will eat at, and it's called Guacamole's because they don't treat you like a fucking dumbass when you go in there. I don't, I don't like that. You know clearly I don't fucking speak Spanish or I would have said it to you. And then when you ask them any sort of question, oh uh, well, what comes on this? I'm going to give you the answer to every single one ever. The meat of your choice, cheese, lettuce, sour cream. You can add or take some of those away on different dishes, but and there's going to be a side of rice and beans. And w- there will be chips and salsa. Chips and salsa to to Mexican restaurants is like dinner rolls at country breakfast joints or steakhouses there's always something there first um but to me chips and salsa is watery shit on the blandest piece of cracker that there is it's i don't know i i think i find mexican food ridiculously um overrated Um, whatever um but anyway i've said that i want to try different countries after i went off like a psycho for no reason um, different cultures, foods. So in this one little strip mall, there's, they just opened a Korean barbecue place and they opened an Indian food joint. So I'm like, okay, what I'll do is I'll go in and get a little bit from the Korean barbecue place. And then I'll go in to the Indian restaurant and I'll eat just a little bit of that, which now that I say it out loud, I'm glad I didn't do. Cause that would have been a tornado in my stomach. Um, for someone that's never eaten that kind of shit before. Yeah, that would have, It would have led to a a leaky night for me, I have a feeling. Um, But, so anyway, I go. The Indian place is closed. I guess the owner was trying to sell it. And so I just went down to the Korean barbecue. I sit down, and I first... And I look, and um, the menu is not in English. They have little, like, titles under that says, you know, whatever. Um, Tempura in eel sauce. Okay, so they're at least helping me, I I can see what they're saying, you know, they're, they're putting at least a brief description of it in English, so I, I get, the lady comes to my table, and asks me what I want, and I, I, I just point it, and I say, can I have this one, she writes it down, walks away, and she answers all the questions that I have, hey, can you guys do a spicy crab roll, those are my favorite, and she goes, ah, yeah, I think, I think we could figure it out, and they turn around, she turn around, yells, whatever, spicy crab roll, And they say, hi, yeah, hi, whatever. And so she goes, oh yeah, we got it, don't worry. So I look around and my initial plan is, um, let me kind of paint a picture for you. The floor plan is very open. It's just one room. It's just a, it looks like half of a basketball court with about maybe eight to 10 tables set up. The walls, inside the walls are these little cubbies. In the cubbies are, individual tables where they can um you know they all these people can eat in a round table type fashion in their own their in their own little room separated by a curtain i'm like that's some mobster type shit right there like i fucking dig that i didn't pay attention behind me in one of these cubbies is a group full of korean guys and i didn't know that because i have my headphones in them i was listening to the last episode of the joe rogan experience So I'm completely oblivious. Obviously, when the lady comes, I take my headphones out. I'm trying not to be an asshole. But the floor plan, the reason I I bring it out. So it's like a basketball court with like 8 to 10 tables. The walls are made up of the cubbies. I'd say maybe three on each side. Three on each long wall and two on the short wall. Uh, And then, obviously, there's the kitchen in the back. But they have the doors. The front, they have like two pull-push doors. They have them wide open tons of natural light coming in and it, it's a very it's a beautiful place it's a lot of Korean art and stuff like that the, the essence was they had like um, Korean MTV on TV it was just you got the experience that I think would warrant what you would expect to go into a Korean place and uh, I was cool and so anyway I'm, I'm eating this food and you know, obviously the first thing they bring out is kind of like this little salad, like you can get at the hibachi restaurants, which is Japanese. Um, and it's the same thing. It's that ginger dressing, whatever. So, so, so good. I love it. Uh, then she brings out a long plate that has three things sitting in it. And I asked her what they were, and she looked at me kind of odd, and she goes, well, that's your... Um, bean sprouts and whatever sesame ginger sauce and then in the middle you've got uh kimchi something I I don't remember what the middle one was and on the right there was something else but the third one didn't sound very appealing it was uh it was like vinegar soaked uh something like pad thai maybe I don't know and each on each one of these things you're not getting like a whole portion of it you're getting like a spoonful of each so they bring you out like this appetizer of their culture, I guess. And you kind of taste each thing. And it's none of which the way you would expect. So like when I first picked up the bean sprout, I like, I know what ginger tastes like. I know what lemon tastes like. I, I, I know what bean sprouts taste like. I, I don't particularly care for any of them. It, lemon's not bad, but I'm not a big bean sprout or a ginger fan if the ginger's not contained. Um, so I'm eating each one. I'm going, holy fuck. This is really good. Our use of vinegar is not even the same as theirs. And the way they did this, I was like, oh fuck. Like, okay. The, the spoonful was enough for me. I don't want any more than that, but wow. Like, and and it, I get it. You've got the palate cleanser of the salad and then you've got the, the whole entree thing of three different little examples of what you could be seeing and then there was two plates sat behind it the one was the kimchi uh which was very strong uh it was good but like one bite i was done and then the other one was like it it looked like a cucumber in some kind of sauce and the sauce was a little heavy for me mixed with the the sauce in the texture of like a squishy cucumber was was just enough i was like okay i'm not gonna eat the whole thing of those two but uh, not bad i'm gonna give that an a because i respect it for the experience if i went back next time i may be able to eat more of the kimchi and more of the mystery cucumber thing um but for so anyway i get the sushi Uh, spicy crab roll and to me the best sushi and I'm gonna catch shit for this the best sushi I eat that's available here in Clarksville Tennessee uh, comes from Kroger's I love their sushi so that's kind of what I compare everything to now we do have a dope-ass sushi place here Uh, it's called Yellowtail but when you go to Yellowtail you better come with it because you're gonna pay you're gonna pay money for that that's the best sushi I've had the best sushi you can afford to get on a regular basis, definitely the Kroger's. Um, so the sushi comes out, and I'm I'm more comparing it to the Kroger's, not Yellowtail. I unless I'm I don't know why. I, I it just seemed like the appropriate level. So the sushi roll comes out, and I take a bite, and I'm like, okay, uh, I would rate that the same as the Kroger. You know, you can taste the crab, but it's not too much. The white rice isn't overbearing. They've got a little cream cheese in there. Not bad. It all goes together. But I didn't really get the spicy uh, on this one. So I go to the next one and I eat it again. Here's a little spicy. It's got that spicy eel sauce. And I'm going, well, fuck me. That one was good. All right. Cleared the plate. So by this point, I'm expecting to, to only get you know, what you would get at normal Chinese food takeout, you know, an entree and a thing of rice. I've already had almost two meals by this time. So then I see my waitress coming back out with this bowl that I can only describe as like um, the way they bring out a fajita at a Mexican restaurant. The plate's still sizzling and it's hot and burning and all that. So as soon as she comes around the corner, she's going, this is very hot. Don't touch this. I'm serious. Don't touch this. I said, okay, I'm not going to touch it. Um, I, I look at it and it's rice with like onions and peppers and some other stuff. And then this finely sliced, um, beef, like beef steak. And I'm like, mother that looks good. But this thing is huge. This thing is big. And I'm like, oh fuck. Like I just realized I'm going to end up paying $500 for this meal one I didn't understand the menu I didn't I didn't ask any questions hey how much is this I saw that the thing that I ordered was like $18.99 and then my sushi roll I didn't see a price so I'm going $18.99 but I didn't ask for all this oh fuck I signed up for something bad Joe Rogan experience ends I hear something behind me I look back there's one of those cubbies Filled with Korean men in suits, drinking cigars, taking shots of sake. I'm like, fuck me running. I'm gonna die in here. Because they're gonna bring me this insane bill, and I'm not gonna be able to pay it. And the Korean mob's gonna kill me on my first experience to the Korean barbecue. Fuck. So, I'm like, you know what? It's okay. If whatever happens, I'll explain why I spent $500 at a Korean place to my wife. Uh, I'll figure it out. But, I'm not disrespecting anybody in the room. Like, I'm eating all this fucking food. So, I'm sweating, right? I'm sweating now. My stomach starts to turn because this is some scenario that I've played up in my head. And this is what I've created. Out of this whole experience. And and I love it, by the way. I fucking love that I'm doing this. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm becoming so cultured. And the fact that I have to deal with the Korean mob is just so cool. I'm such a fuck. But, so I'm sitting there. And I start eating. Two bites into this amazing meal. Amazing meal. Um, it's it's a very popular Korean dish. It starts with a B. And I don't remember what it was. Uh, I, if I ever go back. I'll, I took a picture of it. But it was amazing, but two bites in, I'm like, fuck, I'm full, you know, that, that sushi roll's hitting me, I'm fucked, the Korean people are going to kill me, they're going to think I'm being disrespectful, and so, another waitress, who I haven't seen yet, walks out, now, she doesn't speak English very well, she, she can, yes, no, okay, you know, whatever, so she comes up, and she goes, everything okay, and I say, yeah, can I get a box, please, she takes two steps towards me, looks down into my bowl, looks back at me, and goes, uh, okay, and walks off. I'm like, I disrespected him. Fuck, I disrespected him. Fuck, she, she's going to be picking up a red, red phone in the back of the kitchen that tells these mobster guys to fucking throw something at my neck. Fuck. Fuck. my waitress comes back with the bill. And she's asking, how was it? Because I told her, I said, I've never done anything like this before. I don't eat shit like this. I don't know anything. I, I want to experience it. And uh, so she goes, how was it? How, what, what did you think? And I said, oh my God, I loved it. I said, it was so much food. I, I was not planning on this at all. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I got all this. And she goes, oh, well, that's pretty traditional. You know, some um, it like a Mexican restaurant, you would get chips and salsa and maybe someone would get guacamole and a cheese dip. It's just kind of a thing that it's what they do. Um, she's like in the food that you got, it includes this. So if you would have only gotten like a plate instead of this entree meal, you wouldn't have got all this. You would have just got the one thing. Um, she's like, and then, you know, you got the sushi and I was like, okay. So she, I said, by the way, everything was amazing. I loved it. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being nice and being kind and helping me understand. I know I asked you a million questions. She said, no, 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 you're fine. So she walks off. I grab the bill. I'm like, all right, what can I walk out the door and not have to like refinance my house? What can I afford? Before I even open it, going $150.00 would probably put it to where I couldn't spend another outside dime of my budget. I couldn't spend a dime outside of my budget for this month if I had to pay 150. said so $300 I'm fucked. Nicole's going to kill me. She's she's going to she's going to kill me. I would turn around, Korean guys are still there doing whatever the fuck they're doing. And I'm like, "Okay, if it's over 250, I run, call the police, tell them what happened, tell them my situation, and ha- see how they handle it. The bill was $22.85. <laughs> I've never been so fucking happy in my life. All the while, my smi- I'm, I'm glowing. I'm fucking glowing. I'm glowing with my takeout box. No, I forgot the takeout box on the table. I, I asked for another drink of water, and then I went to the restroom. When I came back out, the Korean guys from the, their little cubby had come out, and they were trying to pay their bill. On the back of their jackets says, Hon Cook Tires. It's a bunch of Hong Cook tire execs, not the fucking mob. They work in the tire industry. And I just caught a big break on my check from getting my ass whooped by a bunch of Han Cook tire people. So that was my experience with lunch. <laughs> and it was great. I brought the rest of it home. If you guys can't hear, people are blowing my damn phone up. I apologize for the annoying ringtone in the back. Um, oh my gosh. My mother sent me a picture It's a Halloween decoration. It's like an insert that goes into the front of your window. But it has like a ghostly uh, nun. It's very frightening. I don't like that. Um, Anyway... So that was my experience with, with the Korean food. I would highly recommend it. If you guys are into trying new shit, definitely, definitely give that a shot. I want to take a take a break. Thank Griecki. Thank you for the Yerba Mates. They're so dope. I love them. Love you guys. Zigzag wraps. Thank you guys so much. Um, I appreciate that. They don't pay me to say that. Uh, we just have a good relationship and I enjoy working with them. Uh, let's jump into the episode. I think I got a good one, but I also think I've got a long one because just my story about lunch took twenty fucking minutes. So um, the first thing that I've got, making humor out of bad situations, we already talked about. I'm gonna be quick on the first topic, being the Carter Five. I thought it was trash. If you like the Carter Five, eh, I don't know what to tell you. It was definitely not Old Wayne. Uh, I thought it was. I thought Wayne's voice was annoying as shit. That song with Kendrick Lamar that I don't remember the name of right now. The voices that they were doing, I liked the story that they were telling. Mona Lisa is the name of that song. Um, I liked that they were the story they were telling was cool. It was like uh, Little Wayne or I'm sorry, Kendrick Lamar had this girlfriend and he would send the girlfriend out to like prostitute herself and whatever. So she'd be you know doing whatever with these guys and when they would fall asleep. She would let Wayne and his crew in the door. They would rob them, hold them up, everything, do the whole deal, rob them, leave. The girlfriend would still act like this victim and try to help him figure out who it was. And she would do this throughout the the city. And the song was called Mona Lisa. Again, the story was cool as shit. Wayne's voice was annoying as fuck through the whole album. Kendrick Lamar's voice was annoying in that song. Again the story was good Rest of the songs kind of sounded like Wayne was trying to go back To the No Ceilings mixtape Which I wouldn't be mad at that I thought that was one of his best pieces of work Uh, That was I used to listen to that shit every day I loved that mixtape But I just I didn't get it I think maybe he's just too old to be trying to do the shit he's doing And it doesn't come off as authentic anymore And now you know he's doing the skateboarding thing I don't know I don't know. It didn't sound good. Um, MGK released uh, an EP on the twenty-first of September. By the way, happy October, everyone. Happy fall. I hope you guys are excited for pumpkin spice and flannels, cause I am. Um, the, he released the GP on the twenty-first. It was, it was a druggy mixtape, essentially. It was everything's tripping on drugs and dealing with these demons and shit like that the the beats were good slim did a good job um on the beats for sure i when i first listened to it i was very sad i was looking for hard-hitting machine gun kelly like general admission black flag kind of thing where he's speaking to your soul through his stories i didn't really get that from him on this one It this was more of a it was a club ep the, the songs would be good in the club i guess which is fine. Uh, I, I didn't like it initially. I've listened to it multiple times since. It grew on me. I do enjoy it. I, I'll say I, I enjoy the EP. I, I enjoy it for what it is. I He also came out after and said, hey, by the way, Binge is an EP, not an album. Stay tuned. Cool. If he's going to do the club bangers on EPs, leave the albums for the real shit, the EST, I'm cool for that. I'm cool for that, and I'm excited to see it. I'm glad that the him and Eminem thing's over. I'm I was fucking done hearing it. Uh, I don't think Killshot was that great. I know I said that. I thought Rap Devil was way better. I got fucking tired of hearing about it and listening to all the ignorant fucks being on uh, MGK's pages going uh, embodied you dog. Oh R I P to Stan. Your dad put you to sleep. Like get the fuck out of here. Eminem's Kill Shot was not that good. It was witty. It was whatever. It was okay. It was not great. It was not to the level of the pro- the legacy that is Eminem. I'm done with that one. Um, Kavanaugh hearing. So let's talk about this. For his, I think I'll actually be able to make this pretty broad. I watched the Kavanaugh hearing. I, I watched um, Dr. Blase Ford and I watched him tell their sides of the story. I think. That Dr. Blase Ford was telling a story about an incident that really happened to her. I, from what I saw, I'm mixed on Kavanaugh. He had the calendars, he has the he has the alibis, he's got the witnesses that'll testify and say this and say he's good and whatever. So he's got that. He's also got a real chance to come off as a standard fuckboy frat guy. Um, I think with this FBI probe, what I didn't like to see, I understand him being emotional on the stand. You got my respect. And when you're emotional, your hormone levels are going nuts. You can go from very sad to confident, to angry, to sarcastic. You can't do that. Everybody reacts kind of different. What I didn't like was uh, when he was talking, I like beer. I love beer. I'll probably have beer tonight. I love beer. And he kept saying this. I sent a tweet out, and I was like, "Um, Budweiser's going to sponsor Kavanaugh the way that Nike just sponsored Kaepernick. They're going to make him the fucking poster boy, because he will not shut the hell up about liking beer. So I think... Again, it could be that he did go and he partied super hard, and you know, that could come out in the FBI investigation. He's a typical fucking frat guy, whatever. I have a hard time, and I hate that I'm even slowly having to say this, like ease into it. I'm having a hard time believing that Kavanaugh. Sexually assaulted Dr. Blase Ford. I'm not saying that she wasn't assaulted. I'm not saying she wasn't assaulted at a party he may have been at and or around. I don't think he's the one that did it. I think with him being primed. Primed his entire life to go through Yale and then come up. and The only thing he didn't do of a typical all-American kid is become the president of the United States. That's all he hasn't done. He was the football or whatever sport he fucking played. Basketball star and went to Yale and came up and now he's a judge and now he's going for Supreme Judge. Brett Kavanaugh was primed for this seat his entire life. So, I think... He held that in high regard with everything he did. But I also kind of think too possibly he could have had that in his head. That he's the greatest thing. He's going to go on to be great. He's the basketball star. He's this. He's that. And he's all these things in a very different time. Back in the early 80s. I mean that was a different time. Disco was just coming out. Like the 80s was a crazy time from my understanding I've talked to both my parents about it and both my parents were like absolutely 100% back in the early 80s a lot of shit like that happened a lot of those types of parties where people are hooking up in different rooms and it's not always consensual but back then you didn't really say anything it was just boys being boys at parties and whatever so especially for for him he has a real chance To fit that mold. And fit it hard. If he did it. He really fucking did it. I'll say that. If he did it. He did all of it. He did all three. I just have a hard time believing. That somebody would have let that happen. Somebody in his life. Would have let him be in a situation. Where that would even have been a possibility. Um, Again I know he says he drank. So fuck I don't know. Um, I wish that again, I wish this was not something that people could use to cause more hate and division. All I see is women being super pissed off at guys and guys going, Hey man, we go through shit too. And I I didn't even say, I didn't believe you. Why the fuck are you yelling at me? You, well, you're a white privileged, (laughs) I think right now, Coming from a white middle-aged male who, I mean, I, I live within the poverty spectrum. I'm am I'm a middle-aged, not middle-aged, I'm a young white male. Um, I, rec- I understand my privilege in the fact of a, most police officers are not going to look at me and immediately cast... A negative judgment on me. Now, when I was back in Ohio, very different. Back in Ohio, being a uh, bit, you know, a fit bearded guy with tattoos, different story. I'm in a military town now. So, back in Indiana, after I got my first DUI, I was constantly harassed by police. It was a small town, so I couldn't. I've told the story before. I couldn't walk down the fucking street to go to work without some police officers lights and sirensing me, walking up to me and going, where are you going, boy? And it's all this backwards bullshit. So I get it, but again, I, I acknowledge the fact that I got the DUI, that got my mugshot put on the internet, that then this little town decided to make me their bitch or their poking doll. Um, I acknowledge that. I think in the African-American community especially, I think that they can be walking down the street and a police officer look and just go, hey, I wonder what they're up to. Even though, again, they're probably just walking down the street. I think that's very, very difficult. Um I understand that I don't understand that. But I don't get why such the attack on white males, especially heterosexual, straight or yeah, straight white men. I, I don't get why Because a few people fucked up, that now we're all bad. Because what that looks like to me is you're mad at me because of the color of my skin, because of some shit that only a few people who look like me did. I didn't do that. But you're mad at me because of the color of my skin and what a few people of my race did. That's called racism. That's racism. It's not called fucking reverse racism. There's no such thing. If you're being racist, you're being fucking racist. If you look at someone and go, this person is this way because of his skin color, you're a fucking racist. And what I hate to see even worse is these fucking college age white women going fucking pigs, bigots, to to white males. And it's all in the name of women's equality. But guess what? You're not trying to be fucking equal with me. You're trying to be better than me. And the rule has always stood that your light doesn't get brighter by dampening someone else's. You don't have to make me look like a pile of shit. Go out there and get to fucking work and get what you want. If you need an example, go ask my wife how to do it. My wife busts her fucking ass to create a, uh, a successful life. And my wife's got to put up with my bullshit. On top of everything else. Of carrying a child and, and holding our household together while her husband goes off and chases his dream. And, and all this shit. My wife is an empowered motherfucking woman. But she doesn't need to go out to a rally talking about what a piece of shit I am. Sorry, my dog keeps hacking and we cannot figure out why. We actually figured out this weekend she has seizures. Um I guess when I was gone, she threw up like this foam, stiffened up and just fell over. Um and ever since she's done that, she has this hack and this cough. I don't I don't get it. Go lay down, please. Um but anyway, yeah, you don't have to dampen someone else's shine to to get yours. There's so much out there. If you want to start a record company, start a fucking record company. It shouldn't matter what race or color or what gender you are. If you want to be on the board of Amazon, be the best fucking person in every position On the way from the ground floor until you become on the board of fucking Amazon. It should not have to be a law like it's about to be in California where if you don't have a female on your board, you can be fined every single year. The fuck? The fuck? You're telling me, as a man, I should be able to be on the board of Victoria's Secret? I probably could. I could probably give insights. I know what shit I like. I know what designs I would find flattering on my wife. I probably could. Just as if a woman could probably go to Amazon and do that. There are women that can. There are women that could be the heads of construction companies and gyms and things that you would think of as a predominantly male field. My aunt owns a construction company. But again, nobody on the workforce is talking about whether there's a woman who's our boss. They just say, that's my boss. It's only women who aren't doing shit that turn around and go, I should be empowered. I should do this. I should, do, you should. You should have to have me on your board. Why? Because you ain't done shit. Be qualified. Be on the fucking board. Now, I'm not saying that women have not been kicked out of positions due to their genders. My own mother has struggled in her life. On her desk, that's what they call it. There's multiple people that work on this desk. Um, It's a not stock exchange, but kind of, kind of deal. And there was a, not a promotion, but there was a event coming up that would have increased someone's position. Um, All the guys were invited to go to this bar and do this thing and whatever. My mom was not invited, but she heard them talking about it. Her feelings were hurt because she's saying, I wasn't invited because I'm a woman. And she's right. These guys wanted to go out and and play executive and do whatever, you know, do what boys do. Who the fuck knows? But they didn't want a woman dragging them down. And I was fucking furious. I'm furious. Because as a man, I get it. That's, That's what they fucking did. I know it is. So I'm pissed, almost ready to call my mom's boss and cuss him out. But then I figure, here's a chance for me to actually do something that I believe in. I called my mom back and I said, Mom, you're sitting in your car upset because of this, that, and the other. You're right. I agree with you. They didn't invite you because you're a woman. I get that. Even though whatever this next level of... Promotion is is gonna be greatly, uh, in large part, be decided at this event. I said, Mom, you you need to call or talk to your boss, and ask why you weren't invited. Address the fact that you feel like you weren't invited because you were a woman, and tell them that that shit hurt your feelings. Now my mom's nervous, right? This is a this is a desk of men. She finds the boss. She goes in and now she's thinking, I'm going to come across as the woman who's got to talk about her feelings. I said, mom, you fucking might, but you owe it to yourself to say your piece, say your shit, put it out on the table. Don't walk around saying I wasn't picked because I was a woman. Figure that shit out. If you were, if that was the case, let's go to work. Let's take this cocksucker down. I'll do everything I can. I'll help you. But give him the benefit first of asking him, why wasn't I invited? She walks into the office. She's already crying. She's very nervous, very upset. She talks to her her boss and tells her her concerns. He says, no, 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 no. It was nothing like that. He said, we didn't invite you because we know that the drinking and stuff is not really your scene. That's what we were doing. We were going to go to a bar and then I think like a Blue Jackets game or something. Or a state game, maybe. I don't remember. He goes, We just know you don't, you've said multiple times you just don't really care about sports, and we didn't, you know, we didn't want to put you in a weird position to feel like you had to go. My mom finishes this conversation. She calls me back and tells me what he said. And I said, Mom, I believe him. I believe him. If I was to go to a Notre Dame game right now, right? I know that my wife would go. She would. And she would love it. She would have a great time because I'm having a great time. But if you get tickets to Notre Dame, you're probably going to call your buddy and go, Hey, do you want to go to Notre Dame? Now, because of the way that my wife is, I would ask my wife. She would love it. It would be special for us. She would have a great fucking time because she's from Texas. She loves football. She would have loved it. I could call my wife. I understand that most guys do not, could not, would not. I get that. So, anyway, I told all that to say, if don't be a person walking around trashing the Me Too movement if you don't believe women, right? If you don't know a woman who's been sexually assaulted, sexually harassed, molested, whatever and you've never had to look that person in their eyes as they tell that story, you don't get to have a fucking opinion. Because you've never dealt with the heartache of what a real victim looks like. Me Too movement. Stop coming out and allowing people to cry wolf, because that shit dampens your message. Every time someone comes out and is found that it was a fucking lie, you should all jump their shit. Because they just cried wolf on you, and has downgraded your message, which is very important. Very important. I have two daughters. You don't think that I appreciate women empowerment and, uh, you know, I don't even like the term feminism, but only because feminism would would be the same thing as misogynistic. Misogynistics think that men are better. Feminism would think that women are better. Let Mm -hmm. me look at the actual fucking dictionary because I could be an asshole. I don't look at... Feminism could mean a thing of, like, women's... Just women empowerment. Um, let me see. Define. Hold on, you gotta put the colon in there. Feminism. The advocacy of women's rights on the basis of equality of sexes. So I'm a fucking idiot. There you go. Based on the equality of sexes. So, women, I'm with you. Feminism. You should be equal. I think to most non-slobber-thumbed dumbasses out there, I think to most, it's not even a conversation. Women are the same, in my opinion, a lot better than men. My wife can do everything I can do and better, probably. Um, you know, it's... I just don't think it's that much of a conversation. There are guys out there that are shitty to women. Guess what? There are shit. There are women out there that are fucking shitty to men. People are shitty. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, gay, straight, Jewish, woman, man, transgender, doesn't fucking matter. People are shitty to each other. What what gets under my fucking skin, though, is when you see this stuff online of Kavanaugh's a piece of shit, Dr. Lisa Ford's a lying-ass bitch. Guess what? Nobody at this point knows, besides Dr. Blase Ford and Brett fucking Kavanaugh, maybe some of these other people that are named, nobody knows. So to get on Twitter and start calling this guy a a white privileged piece of shit for having a fucking opinion on the case is wrong. To turn around and call Dr. Blase Ford a fucking lying ass, democratically charged bitch is fucking wrong. Because you don't no. You don't know. So then, not only do you have to at- attack Brett Kavanaugh and Dr. Blasey Ford, that's not good enough. Now you've got to go after their supporters, because you can't reach Dr. Blasey Ford, and you can't reach Judge Kavanaugh, because they've actually done shit with their lives. They're unreachable to you. So now you got to go to the fucking guy in the comment section on Twitter and call him a big fucking piece of garbage. Or call the woman who's advocating for women's rights because she was sexually assaulted or her mother was sexually assaulted. So she's passionate around this and she's going, I choose you because I've seen this situation before and it fucking sucks. It's a lot of passion misguided at each other about shit you don't fucking know about. And then it's the same people that turn around and talk about We need to be more tolerant. We need to love each other. We need to not have this, that, this, that, and this. We need to be equal. You can't be equal if you're putting the other side down. That's not how that fucking works. Everyone needs to chill the fuck out and stop tweaking out about stuff that you don't know. Guess what? Something will come out of this investigation. One way or the other. My personal prediction is They're going to find out that Dr. Blase Ford was sexually assaulted, not by Brett Kavanaugh. They're going to find out that Brett Kavanaugh drank a shit ton more than what he said he did, but they cannot find anything that directly links him to any sexual assault. He will be nominated to the Supreme Court. Dr. Blase Ford will still go on to tell the story of a sexual assault victim. That is true. That is a true story. I think all of those things will happen in this situation. And then, the next thing will come out. And it will divide other people. And now this time it's going to be whatever, whatever. Who knows? We need to find our identities in ourselves and in our families. And in the shit that we do in our actual life. And stop finding identities through shit that we don't know anything about. If you're passionate about women's rights, go out there and be the first woman president. If you're passionate about fathers' rights, like I am, be a good father. Show your generation of kid that fathers aren't dumb drooling Neander- Neanderthals that sit on the couch in their underwear and drink beer. Be different. Set the example. If you set the example in one person's life, that's how you change the world. Getting on Twitter and being a fucking asshole is not the way to do that. Next subject. Next fucking subject. My phone locked, and I can't unlock it most of the time. Uh, Stanford versus Notre Dame. How about them Irish? Woo! Killed them. Ian Book, baby. Ian Book looks good. Number 12, leading us. Onward to victory, uh, yeah! If you guys didn't watch that game, find it on TV and watch it. That the boys looked good. We suffered a few injuries. Uh, Dexter Williams was explosive in the back. Oh, man! Ian Book was slanging that ball around. We kicked the shit out of him. Uh, I think it, I I forget the final score. We came in hot um, at the last in the last quarter. Let me see. Games do do, do do Oh, what? 38-17. It's more impressive than the score looks. Um, it, it was a really, really good game. Ohio State almost lost to Penn State. That was pretty wild. Other than that, um, they pulled it out in the last second. Uh, other than that, nothing nothing crazy in college football, I don't think. All the other games were pretty lame. Uh, this should be a good week. We got Virginia Tech this week. um ba 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 Netflix backs Tom Segura and No One Offended because they want their shows. Okay, so Tom Segura has a Netflix special on Netflix and it's called Disgraceful. He got in trouble because he used the word retard, uh, retarded or retard or something like that. Uh, he's explaining how you can't say the word retard anymore because people get offended and they go, hey, you shouldn't say that because it affects, you know, either families or actual mentally disabled children it makes them feel bad it makes them feel like you're making fun of them and he's going i get what you're saying and i respect that however i want you to know i never have and never would use it as a term against a mentally disabled child i i would call him by his name because that would be the right thing to do would be to call him by his name not give him a title of mentally disabled mentally challenged or Retard that there would be no logical reason to do that when I could just use his name. He's saying, I would say stuff like, if I had to go get my bag, or if I was coming over to your house, that would be like me coming, you coming to pick me up, going back to your house, playing video games, coming back to my house, getting my bag, going back to your house, and going to sleep. He's like, Why would we do that? That's retarded. See, what you're implying that it's stupid. I would never. I would never put a connection to stupid in a mentally handicapped person. They're not stupid. They're, 90% of the time, very intelligent. Very intelligent. So I think for, again, the people that are coming out going, I'm offended because this, do you think that your child's retarded? Then we're not talking about him. Do we think that the challenges that you go through every day are not fucking hard? No. But my asshole of a friend over here thinks it's a better idea to go pick me up, take me back to his house, play video games, come back, get my bag, and do this. That's fucking retarded. I'm not doing that. People make issues out of too much shit. Anyway, that's the backstory. Netflix came out and said, we stand by Tom Segura. We're not going to like Louis CK him, which they didn't even do it to Louis. Um, which is Louis Louis C.K. is a comedian. He was one of the biggest comedians. Got in trouble um, for like masturbating in front of people or whatever. Uh, I guess he would ask women if he could. They would think it was a joke. Would stay in the room and he would start doing it. Uh, he talked about it on stage for years. When the first person came out and said he did it. He was like, yeah, I did it. I've been saying I do shit like that. He got in trouble. Netflix was going to take all his shit down. They didn't. Um, Amazon still got it up And Louie's doing spots again um, It shows Yeah, it's a f- weird thing to do but um, So anyway, people wanted Tom Segura To be pulled off of Netflix Because of the joke Netflix came out and said Hey look, it's a stand-up comedy special A lot of things in stand-up comedy Are meant to invoke certain reactions From certain people That's what they're designed to do If you don't like it, we got tons of other shit on Netflix Watch something else And I was really proud of them for that. Um, I was. Because that is allowing creative freedom to still bloom in this country. It's something that's been attacked at all costs. That's why I don't ever ridicule people. Like, the Carter 5 Didn't love it. Not going to call Wayne trash. Like, I think that album was kind of trash. But I still won't even say that because that's his art. Do your art. Because I don't appreciate it doesn't make it trash. It's just, I don't, it. it's trash to me. So I try not to say things like that. Just call it trash. I just say it wasn't my thing. It wasn't for me. So anyway, super, super proud of Netflix. Um, I love Tom Segura. I think he's hilarious. So obviously I would have been very upset had they taken all that stuff down. Um, there's a few other things. I talked about that one. Science breakdown. What is sand? That's a question. That's a question that I'm sending out to the roadies. Um, what is sand? Scientifically breakdown. What is sand made of? You can send me DMs uh, at Kim Williamson official or you can email me at road the number two redemption podcast at gmail.com. Tell me what sand is. Tell me what um, your thoughts on any of the things I've talked about today. And then also that I wanted to ask you guys another question. To you, what is sacred? What is sacred to you? To me, my wife, my children, um, and my ability to take care of them. Those things are sacred. My relationship with the universe and the energies that make it up and make things what they are, that is sacred to me. Um, Other than that, I don't, my dogs, I love my animals. My dogs are sacred to me. In uh, this podcast is sacred to me because it's my therapy session. It's my place to come and work shit out. Um, other than that, to be sacred, yeah, I don't know. Um, but for some people, I think some could be honest and say, you know, money things are sacred to them, and that's not a bad thing. I wouldn't judge people for that. So, um, you guys send it in, like I said, at Cam Williamson official on Instagram or Road the Number Two. Redemption podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you guys think. I go, uh, today's Tuesday. I'm going to try to get another podcast up. I'm going to have a crazy week. We're getting cryo in at work. Um, yeah, it's going to be a wild week, but I'm going to try to get one up Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. Um, we talked, I didn't really get to tell much about it. So like I told you in the last episode with Cam and Rome, I started testosterone optimization therapy. I got my labs done and my testosterone was pretty low. Uh, My total testosterone was like 465 and my free testosterone was like 8. So my total testosterone was within the normal range. Um, I didn't feel bad or anything like that, but my free testosterone was low. So of the testosterone I had, I wasn't using most of it. Most healthy people are like between 20 and 30 free testosterone. So I went on testosterone optimization therapy. I'm not on like steroids because this is just the way my body should be functioning anyway. But I've noticed a vast improvement. Uh, My mental clarity, you guys may be able to hear it in this podcast. My mental clarity is much better. My energy is much better. Um... Fellas, I mean, like I said, I never had problems with this before. Your sexual libido will, will skyrocket for sure. Uh, and I just feel better. You know, my joints don't ache as much. I get up at four o'clock every morning. I'm getting good workouts in again. I just, I feel better. Uh, I, I highly recommend if you're a male or a female out there, you should know what your levels are. You you deserve to, um, to live an optimized life. And You know, my boss and I, we always talk about this book. It's called um, Estrogeneration. And it's talking about how a lot of the shit in our society is demasculating men from the inside. Drinking out of plastic bottles. Drinking city water. um, Cannabis smoke has been proved to lower testosterone in males. There's a lot of shit that we do. There's more soy out there now. There's more... A lot of shit um, that that are demasculating men from the inside, dropping testosterone levels. And it's predicted that by 2050, men will be completely fertile, won't be able to reproduce um, because of the the trend that we're going. So I think everyone owes it to themselves to know where they are. If you need something like that, just Google um, hormone replacement therapy in my area. Um, and it's great if you guys have any questions about it, if you have any fears, um, please don't hesitate. You can shoot those questions to the, to the Instagram or the, um, Gmail account as well. And it, even if I can't answer, I, I literally, my boss is a nurse and one of my other bosses is a, a PA and we have an MD on staff, uh, at my personal job. So I can ask these questions and I can, I can get you the answers that or concerns that you may need, um have but definitely don't don't live at a lower quality of life than what you deserve to live guys i love you so much i'm gonna try to play something off uh the mgk ep i will probably play lately i think i might have played that the last time i played music but if so hey you get to hear it again 57 minutes of podcast time I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I loved it uh I I was super excited all week to do this episode hope you guys love it have a killer rest of your week until I check in on you on Thursday Bye bye
0: I having crazy thoughts The way I'm living shit get crazy dark Uh, Tell me lately why we barely talk And you know I'm trying to change but it's very hard Life's been getting to me, I just started smoking squares But they ain't getting in my circle though, we still prepared I'm still dealing with some demons that ain't really there Grew up a screw up, pierced my hair and dyed my fucking hair In 7th grade I didn't have a bed. Share. the fuck you think I go so hard for? I got out of there. Have you ever had somebody try to take your life? Sometimes I ain't safe for myself when I stay up at night. Uh, lately I've been having crazy thoughts. The way I'm living, shit get crazy dark. Uh, tell me lately why we barely talk? Hey, you know I'm trying to change, but it's very hard. Uh, lately I've been having crazy thoughts. The way I'm living, shit get crazy dark. Tell me lately why we barely talk. Hey, you know I'm tryna change, but it's very hard. I promised myself I ain't never going home. Not at all. Nine years old, my mama left me in the cold. Goddamn. Hey, what you think that type of shit do to your soul? Find someone that finally loved me, still I treat her like a hoe. That shit is fucked up. It be the shit that they don't know. They don't know. I only smile in public just for show. Yeah. I know they try to warn me about my dose. You know them kids be with the A, and that them kids be. Lately, I've been having crazy thoughts. The way I'm living, shake get crazy dark. Uh, tell me lately why we barely talk. Hey, you know I'm trying to change, but it's very hard. Lately, I've been having crazy thoughts. The way I'm living, shake get crazy dark. Uh, tell me lately why we barely talk. Hey, you know I'm trying to change.